0: Hey everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. Now, I thought I had came to you guys in the previous weeks, pretty much kind of laid out what's been happening in real time. And one of my friends w- was like, are you going to do an Elimination Chambers?" prediction episode. Tell us what's going on, what you're hearing, and all of that. And he hollered at me and said, "You really didn't give us a, an episode on what you've heard about Cody. You haven't told us what you think of the wrestling awards. You haven't told us about Steve Austin. What are you?" Hearing, what are you thinking? And I said, I thought I'd, I did that. And I went back through, you know, of course, the podcast episodes, and I realized, no. I hadn't actually sat down and put into words, either in through articles or in an podcast episode and told you guys what I'm hearing, what I'm thinking, and what different people are all but telling me is going to happen. So, I decided, well, I guess I should do that. So, this is the first episode That you are going to be getting today. I have a list that you should be getting this weekend. Probably up until Monday. Because um, I've had some people want me to sit down and talk about Impact Wrestling. Um, I haven't been talking a whole lot about Impact Wrestling. Especially since I put out... What was happening in Impact Wrestling. And I realized I didn't do that in a podcast episode. I did that in an article. Um, I had a friend who went to the tapings down in Florida. And I wrote out exactly what was happening the next month. Well, no, maybe it was five weeks. It was either four weeks or five weeks in Impact Wrestling. And so that's the reason why I didn't record an episode, because I thought I already did. But number two, I thought, well, they already know what's going on. There's no point in worrying about Impact Wrestling for the next month. And then, like I said, I realized I didn't do the episode. So you're going to be probably getting a long list of episodes. need to start keeping track of what I do articles on, what I just put up on Twitter... And then what I actually tell you guys. So let's get into WWE's Elimination Chamber that is going to be happening later this morning. If you're in the United States. Kickoff show is at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Going to be 8 a.m. for you guys out there on the West Coast. A little early morning. Which, guys, um, I don't mind. If, you know, if I'm sitting in San Diego, California, or uh, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, beautiful areas of the country, this morning at 8 a.m., I'm watching WWE Elimination Chamber. Right after that, I'm turning on uh, NWA... USA on YouTube. If I haven't watched MLW this week, I'm tuning into that on YouTube. Later this afternoon, uh, NWA will put up NWA power from Thursday, or Wednesday night. Thursday night, excuse me. Or Tuesday. See, all the wrestling's killing me. Um... They'll put up the NWA Power episode from Tuesday night if you haven't seen it. Then you go to um, Impact Wrestling. It's pay-per-view that's later tonight. So today, you can literally, especially if you're on the West Coast, get up 8 a.m. and watch wrestling pretty much all day long. With two pay-per-views. And they should be pretty good pay-per-views. Now, you watch. Um, Elimination Chamber will end up making me mad. And you'll have a episode in your podcast tomorrow with me throwing a temper tantrum. But, um, on paper, Elimination Chamber looks good. Looks average. Looks Like we expect it to look. I don't know why you would expect it to be barn burning. It's not going to be, guys. Now, is there maybe, possibly, going to be a big surprise? Yes, maybe. But... Most of these, you're tuning in to actually watch the match. Is the match going to be good? Meaning, if you don't like actual wrestling, then you probably shouldn't watch this pay-per-view. This is not a pay-per-view for storyline. Remember, the way WWE was created, WrestleMania is supposed to be the end of their season. The Raw after WrestleMania starts the next season. So when you think about it, this is the very last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. We don't have one in March this year. They did away with Fastlane, which is what we usually have in March. What technically was supposed to happen was there was supposed to be a actual pay-per-view this month And WWE was going to go to Saudi Arabia for this kind of throwaway show in March. And it got moved up. So they combined the Saudi show with Elimination Chamber. So that's why normally in February, in Elimination Chamber, we're wondering what's going to happen. Where are we going to go? This is the final big pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Well, guys, we all know Saudi Arabia. We got a lot of legends coming back. Well, we've got Goldberg. We've got Lita. We we get um, a lot of filler matches, which is why we're getting Drew McIntyre and Matt Cap Moss. We get Saudi Arabia wants to see future Hall of Famers or They might as well just be Hall of Famers. And that's why we're getting Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. And so that is why this is kind of a ho-hum pay-per-view. However, if you like actual wrestling, guys, we should get a banger of a match with The Miz versus Rey Mysterio. And let's go ahead, open up with that particular one. See, what is going to determine this particular match, and another one we're going to get to talk to a little bit later, is the balance. Most Saudi Arabia shows are babyface oriented. They swing real heavy on baby faces and legends winning, which is why we've seen Goldberg win so many times in Saudi Arabia. So this Miz versus Rey Mysterio, I know a lot of you don't like the Miz. He's a very good wrestler. There's a reason why he's a Grand Slam champion. Whether you guys like him or not, he has worked hard to be as obnoxious and get on your nerves as much as he does. The problem with this particular match, and no, I don't think this will be the opener, but... Each one of these gentlemen need to win. Which is why I hate that we're getting this. Because honestly, I think what they're going to do is have Rey Mysterio win. And I think they should have The Miz win. So let me do some explanation here. The Miz should win. The Miz has lost twice now. In matches that I thought he should have won the first one and then lost the second one against Edge and then Edge and Beth Phoenix. However, they... Didn't exactly want to do that. Edge didn't want to do that. And so we saw the Miz actually lose twice. He needs to get that back. He needs a huge win, and I can't think of another place that they could do that where it really won't be that big of a deal. If they... Have Rey Mysterio lose to The Miz, will you remember it two weeks from now? No. Which is why Rey Mysterio should lose to The Miz. The Miz needs to get his wins back. They had talked, gosh, all the way back to SummerSlam of last year, that Rey and Dominic were going to have a split Dominic was going to end up turning on Ray. And every pay-per-view after that, that's all we've heard, including leading up to this one. I heard, you know, Dominic is going to cause Ray to lose to the Miz, and they're going to split, and da-da-da-da-da. Guys, I, don't, I really don't see that happening Um, am I hearing that? Yes, but it's from the same people I've been hearing it from the last six months. So, I discount that. As they want to see it happen, I don't think Vince wants to see it happen. Not yet. Ray definitely doesn't want it happening yet. Does he know it's going to happen? Yes, Ray, however, would like for it to be next year. He feels like they missed their time. And when Dominic turns on him, he wants their match, Ray uh, Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio, to be a big match. Meaning he would like to see it on WrestleMania. But if they do it before or after, however you want to look at it, then he wants it on SummerSlam. I can't see Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio going on this WrestleMania card. Which, guys, I I'm gonna give you guys another episode. That's that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna give you guys another episode because I'm pretty sure now. After um, the Shane McMahon news broke, after the Cody Rhodes news broke, that I know about 12 out of the 14 matches they're planning. Um, 12 out of the 15. Um, I'm hearing they're going 14. They're going 7-7. Seven and seven, um, And then somebody said they may go 8 the second night. So... They're looking at fourteen to fifteen matches. I think we know twelve. So I don't think Ray Dominic is something they need to push. I don't I don't think Ray will agree to it. So I really think the Miz is not winning today. I think because Ray needs to win he's also lost his last two to three matches um people aren't really believing in ray and i also don't think they see him as this powerful legend they should you also have got to remember that um 2022K 22k uh, WWE just came out. They have been plugging it big. Rey Mysterio is on the cover. He's getting his own package. So I really think Rey Mysterio wins today. I think the Miz should, but I think Mysterio does in front of the Saudi audience. It will affect what we see later on, though. And I'll talk about that in just a minute. Because you're going to see WWE try to even things up. So, then we get the False Count Anywhere match of Drew McIntyre versus uh, Madcap Moss. I think when they did... This match. They signaled to us. Number one. Baron Corbin. Is going to get involved. I mean. How can he not? When you're. Really thinking about this. How. Can you know. It not. Come down. To. Drew McIntyre winning, but having to deal with Baron Corbin, or Happy Corbin, or King Corbin, or whatever they want to call him this week. You guys know that I call him Baron Corbin because, you know, he really, that, that's just, to me, who he will basically always be. Drew McIntyre, Matt Caught Moss, the last time they were on a pay-per-view, they won. They put on a very good match, but people blew it off. A lot of people went to get a drink, go to the bathroom, do whatever they needed to do. Check on the other pay-per-views, which I believe is what I did. Um, This was a good wrestling match. They put on a show, Drew McIntyre. Always puts on a show. Riddick Moss has something to prove. This gimmick sucks. And everybody knows it. It is a rib, basically, in the wrestling industry. That he is so good, so athletic, so fast and quick. And he's stuck with this absolutely... Horrible gimmick that it pisses me off when you hear people whine about Mustafa Ali saying, oh, he's got bad gimmicks and he couldn't get over because they didn't write for him. Hello, have you seen Madcap Moss and the garbage they give him every week? He can write better jokes than what they write for him. And think it's funny. So, he's getting it over, us. However, what this match does, it is a holding pattern for Drew McIntyre. We all know Drew is getting fed to Roman Reigns. That's why he was thrown on SmackDown. He was actually probably supposed to be um, scheduled to be fighting. uh Roman Reigns at Rumble, if the truth be told. And this just prolongs it until after WrestleMania. So look for Drew to go over here. Then you... So we've got two to nothing for the baby faces. So then when you go to the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, guys, technically, if you go back into the podcast episodes, this match, had Roman not gotten COVID, was supposed to be Roman Reigns and the Usos versus the Viking Raiders and Brock Lesnar. The Wrestling Informer from K100 told us this four months ago, five months ago. This this was written pretty much in stone and it was supposed to be the main event however when Roman got COVID we all know that they switched Brock Brock got the belt all all of this not going to go back into that go back and listen to the episodes if you're just now catching up so this is now a throwaway match I think this actually opens the pay-per-view it is one of the contenders that I got um, someone to email me about yesterday. So, the Usos are not losing their championship. If they were to lose their championship, that would ruin the big WrestleMania match. That, Like I said, I'm going to do an episode on, but I'll go ahead and give it to you. It's going to be the Usos versus the New Day, and the New Day right now will be winning... Um, to give Big E his moment in WrestleMania, basically as a payback for him losing his championship, and to quiet the audience, to quiet everybody that is saying, Oh, poor Big E, well, they're going to give him a WrestleMania win and going to give him the belts back with Kofi. So this is kind of a throwaway match. So, then you've got 2-1 heels, with heels pretty much winning the rest of the way. So, what do you do with this Rhonda naomi versus Charlotte-Sonia match? Well, everybody that I have been talking to, everybody that I have been talking to has said with the stipulation that was added last night, Rhonda and Naomi are winning. Everybody I talked to early in the week was saying Naomi will pin Sonia. However, since they've been in Saudi Arabia, when people have been emailing me back and forth or we've been able to talk in certain periods of time, the People in Saudi Arabia have been talking amongst themselves and saying, well, should Rhonda pin Charlotte? And you, some kind of Charlotte and Sonya were going to cheat and Rhonda overcomes. In the last 24 to 36 hours, I have been hearing, no, they actually think they're going to go reality. I got an email probably about two, three hours before taping this from someone that I trust. That said it was pitched to Vince today in Saudi Arabia. Now, I'm doing this early, early morning in the United States. We're talking 3 a.m. That um, today in Saudi Arabia, it is three 3.11 here, 3.12 here. It's what, 11.12 um, in the morning over there, that it was pitched this morning to Vince, that actually, who should win in reality, with this stipulation and some hijinks, shenanigans, whatever you want to call it, is Charlotte and Sonya, and that Charlotte will go to pin Rhonda with one arm. Naomi will break up the pin, leading Charlotte to do a roll-up on Naomi and get the victory. With Charlotte stating to Rhonda, you were out like a light. I was going to pin you, but Naomi got in the way. So that Rhonda doesn't actually get the pin, Naomi, that no one cares about, does. And that we continue again Naomi, Sonya as a kickoff match to Wrestlemania with some kind of stipulation and then we have Charlotte, Rhonda with Charlotte again telling Rhonda, you have still yet to beat me so that's the latest I'm hearing on that one so I'm going to go ahead I'm going to trust the person that's been emailing me, that they will get Vince to go with Charlotte versus Rhonda, or excuse me, uh, Charlotte and Sonya winning by some kind of shenanigan, screwy, finish, something. But I'm telling you, um, the lead-up to Saudi Arabia was supposed to be Rhonda and Naomi, Naomi getting the pin over Sonya. But here's the thing. If Naomi gets that pin on Sonya, what does that have to do with the stipulation? What does that really have to do for the big picture of Rhonda Charlotte? Then uh, we'll have, in the chamber, you'll have the championship uh, contender kind of match. Who's going to face Becky Lynch? Um,. Some people are saying this will be the opening match. Um, If a chamber match opens the pay-per-view, it'll be the men, I think, because Brock will want to go home. But um, as far as the women's chamber match, you've got Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, who I'm telling you guys, she better keep... Her assets in her shirt this week, this pay per view, or she's liable not to make it out of Saudi Arabia. Uh, Rhea has had some uh, gear malfunctions the last couple weeks, if you guys have been paying attention on Raw. Matter of fact, on this week's Raw, I believe she had two or three gear uh, malfunctions. Uh, Any of you can look on Reddit and see those, where weirdos on uh, the internet have captured those. But uh, Rhea better keep not having gear uh, malfunctions tonight. Uh, Bianca Belair, Drop, Nikki Ash, and Alexa Bliss. Bianca won the right to have her pod door opened last. So let's talk this match. Everyone and their brother. No, Bianca Belair has been predicted to win this match, I don't know, the last two and a half months. Until Nick Kahn got involved. Do I think Bianco wins today? Yes. I really do. Um, I think everything is planned. I think they've gotten the posters ready. Uh, It is my understanding they've gotten the PR ready. So for Vince to totally, and I do mean totally, completely, ruin this I don't know that he will it is my understanding that Nick Khan has been saying for the last two to three weeks no um, Alexa Bliss if she's going into this match needs to win for those of you who are not understanding financials Alexa Bliss on the women's side is the biggest merchandise mover around that is the theme product her going into this heel character any shirt that they have put out with Alexa Bliss being evil on it Has been a top seller. They have put out even. Coffee mugs and keychains. Of her character. With Lily. They have sold like. Hotcakes. After the Fiend mask. They decided not to run. With the Fiend mask. And the Fiend championship belt anymore. On WWE shop. They brought out Lily. Last year. And. They couldn't keep them in stock. Does Bianca Belair move that kind of merchandise? No. It's not even close, guys. Does Becky Lynch coming back at SummerSlam? They thought they were going to see everyone that bought Becky Lynch the man shirts buy the new shirts, which is why they came out with the new catchphrase, Big Time Becks. They thought everybody would buy those shirts. Now, if you looked, number one, at the collar that they put those shirts out in, guys are not going to wear those shirts. They put the man shirts in black shirts with white lettering, that just said the man. A guy is going to wear that. They're going to walk down the sidewalk. With the man shirts on. And not feel uncomfortable. Because. The man. Is also known outside of wrestling. Being the man in football. Or in on a basketball team. That's fine. It didn't say Becky Lynch, the man. And so, buying one of those shirts wasn't a big deal. Putting out a bright orange, big-time Beck's shirt, no guy I know is going to buy one of those and wear it down the sidewalk. Now, will they wear it to a wrestling event? Um maybe WWE. Maybe. I've seen the man shirts at GCW, Death Match, uh shows. You're not wearing bright orange to GCW unless you're for Effie. So there is part of the difference. They really thought that everybody that bought The Man shirts were buying them for Becky Lynch. And they really weren't. They were just really cool. So, Big Time Becks hasn't been working. Look for Becky Lynch to slowly transition. So, um, Nick Kahn... Has really been after Creative. What are you doing with Alexa Bliss? I'm watching these therapy sessions. And you guys are turning her. And Creative was like. Um yeah. We're putting her back into the goddess. And Nick Khan is like. What? What do you mean? He went back, he looked at the figures. Yes, Alexa Bliss sold merchandise as the goddess. They didn't have dolls, though, of the goddess. Um, they weren't coming out with a whole lot of shirts then. And so he's like, um, no, no, we're not. He got Vince McMahon on that. Alexa herself said, can we do a mix? Because the makeup and stuff, my fans aren't really liking. Vince agreed. Why would you take a beautiful woman like Alexa Bliss and put her in that kind of makeup for over a year and then bring her back and do it again? So, look for Alexa Bliss's makeup, possibly to be dark. However, not the Alexa Bliss that we saw from WrestleMania last year that had black goo oozing from her. And this is from someone that loved that gimmick, but um, it's not today. So, what do we see happen in Elimination Chambers? I'm going to be very honest with you. This is the match. I don't know. This match. Up until. Well the end of January. The. Third week of January. I guess it was to be exact. Was. Technically going to be Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks got hurt. As we all know in Fayetteville. North Carolina. You are actually looking at the first year, that Sasha Banks will not be a prominent part of WrestleMania. But they're talking about bringing in some guns, and that's for the surprises on the WrestleMania podcast that I'm going to be giving you guys today. Um, they're talking about bringing in some guns and getting two of our favorites into Wrestlemania, because so many fans are pissed. But anyway, what happens today? I'm hearing two things. One, Bianca Belair, of course, is going to win. Alexa Bliss is going to have shenanigans dealing with her pod. Now, what is that going to be? I have heard a couple different things. That her pod either will not open on time, making Bianca Belair actually come out before her, or that she slash (coughs) Lily, excuse me, does something to Bianca Belair's pod. But we're going to have a pod malfunction. And that's what leads me to believe that the men's chamber match may possibly go on before the women's because if it goes on before the women's then people are going to say "Well, what about the men's match is it going to have pod problems due to these pod problems this is where i don't know who's going to win like i said nick khan wants alexa bliss winning to take on Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Everyone else is saying this is set up for Bianca Belair to take on Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. The email that I said that I got earlier this morning states Vince McMahon stated in a meeting He wanted the four horsewomen, Ronda Rousey, and Alexa Bliss in WrestleMania for this WrestleMania to sell out and for this WrestleMania to be considered a hit with the women's division and it be seen as rebuilding the women's division to be the best in the world the way they have always said they are. Stephanie McMahon is also have said to have said in this same meeting that she would like, at that time it was going to be Becky versus Ronda. She wanted the other women's match to be triple threat. They have since switched that. So we've got Charlotte versus Ronda. I'm making the assumption that the triple threat on the other night still stands. So I think it may be Becky versus Bianca versus Alexa Bliss. And I'm going to talk about that in the Wrestlemania episode. I think we get Bianca Belair, like I said, I think things are already, as far as posters, as far as commercials, all of that, I think that has already been done with Bianca Belair, so I think we get that, and if we get a triple threat, then they will add Alexa somehow, some way later. If Nick Khan gets his way though, guys, I'm warning you, Alexa Bliss will win today. Using some kind of shenanigans. Whether it be Lily not opening her pod door when it's supposed to, or Bianca's pod door when it's supposed to. Something happening there. (coughs) The other tidbit that I'm going to give you guys is... The agent producing this wanted Bianca Belair to come off the top of a pod doing some athletical kind of stunt. It's now going to be Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan is really pushing to do something from the top of the pod or For her to climb the cage, getting away from Rhea Ripley, and do some kind of stunt that will take her and Rhea Ripley out. So look for that. Then let's go to the Universal Championship Roman Reigns. Uh, Goldberg. People are saying, number one, Goldberg's going to win. Um, No, he's not. Uh, People are saying Goldberg's going to retire. No, he's not. If Goldberg wants to continue, Goldberg's going to. Number one, Saudi Arabia loves him. They love him coming over doing PR. They love him wrestling. The fans and the Saudi prince cannot get enough of him. So if he wants to continue, especially doing these Salty matches, he can. We're going to talk about Steve Austin in the WrestleMania podcast. Salty wants Austin versus Goldberg. They're not getting it, but they want it. So, no, I cannot see and have not heard Goldberg retiring in Saudi. Roman Reigns is going to win. They are not having him drop the title in Saudi. They are not having him drop the title to Goldberg. So <clears throat> just forget it. Uh, I know so many of you said um, Brock Lesnar's already picked Roman. Because he won the Royal Rumble, if Roman loses his belt, then why are they fighting? Well, yes, we know Brock is winning the men, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, guys, as far as I know, there would be no reason for Brock to take on Roman If he has the belt. And Roman does not. So Roman is winning. You have the Raw Women's Championship. Guys. Becky is winning. Lita all but told you that. When she said that. They had no more plans. For her. um, You know. They came to her with this. Here's the thing. Up, in the lead up to this match, told all publicity sites, magazines, uh, websites, podcasts, TV, even went on Raw itself and said, training for this rumble, training to get ready, That she felt she had one more run in her. Guys, that run was not to be just the Rumble. Or just the Rumble and Elimination Chamber. No, Lita was talking about a possible run up to SummerSlam or to next WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And so, you really need to look at that, guys. They had not gave her a contract, though. Well, by her going out and saying, days before this match, and basically blowing this match, saying, I don't have a contract. My contract runs out, you know, on midnight tonight. And WWE was like, well, we just haven't got the contract done. Why did she say that? So, Lita, from what I understand, they had been talking to her on this trip because they don't want her taking off. Guys, if you know anything about Lita, Lita has a tendency sometimes... To disappear off the face of the planet. Go on these journeys that she wants to go on. Turn off her cell phone. And you can't get a hold of her. For a while. And I'm not talking a day or two. I'm talking weeks. Months. She went to Belize and no one could get a hold of her. Except who she wanted to get a hold of her. For like two or three months. So, uh, WWE does not want that happening. Look for, here, I would say, in the next week or two, maybe on the plane home for Raw, Monday nights Raw, look for Lita to possibly be signing a contract that will at least get her through SummerSlam. Lita's going to be making an appearance at WrestleMania. Mark my words. Anyway. WWE Championship, everybody kind of is saying Brock Lesnar. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys what I know. It's always supposed to have been Brock. There were thoughts, um, That if they had Brock win the Rumble, there was some talk of having Riddle win here, setting up the Riddle versus Randy Orton, WrestleMania match. It is my understanding that is off the table. RK-Bro, again, like Alexa Bliss, selling so much merchandise. They don't want to split them up yet arcade bro is blowing the new day out of the water with merchandise randy orton is actually having fun and having more fun than he has had in years not only with riddle because everybody is like he's having a blast with riddle he is but understand this because randy orton sure does when you're part of a tag team, you're only in the ring half the time. And if you're injured or you're not feeling good, then your partner can carry the load. You're not continuing to go out in Hoboken or, or you know, Huntington or, you know, some other place Put on a show all by yourself. He's enjoying being in a tag team. Randy has had some nagging injuries going into last year. And being a part of the tag team this year has really helped. And he is aware of that. So Riddle Orton is happening. It's just not happening Now, and that's due to the merchandise sale and because everyone is eating it up were the rumors that Austin Theory was going to win no, I don't even know who said that I have not had anyone in the whole entire wrestling business even said they've heard this I don't know where you guys are getting this. Now, I posted about this two days ago, I guess it was. Seth Rollins. People were saying if they could get Cody Rhodes' contract done in time of Elimination Chamber, Seth Rollins could win The Elimination Chamber to bring Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes to WrestleMania for a championship. However, from what I am hearing, number one, Cody Rhodes' contract is not done. It's not even close to being done. Yes, I heard there were reports that some fan took uh, a picture of Cody Rhodes in some kind of Poland airport and Mike Johnson of PW Insider supposedly looked at it and said that it was a recent photo because Cody had his tattoo on his neck and he has not been in the Poland airport since he got that tattoo. Guys... Since when is Poland the layover to get to Saudi Arabia? It's not, guys. That would have been going completely far out of your way. Everybody was looking at that yesterday and thinking, well, then is Cody going to show up at an independent show somewhere in Europe to throw everybody off? Of him going to Saudi Arabia and then showing up today. Guys, didn't happen last night. So, no. Um, That kind of blew that story out of the water. From what I understand, as of yesterday, Cody Rhodes had not signed with the WWE. Is he expected? Yes. However, WWE is wanting his first appearance. To be on WWE TV. Cody Rhodes. Has agreed to that in principle. And said. I will. But if you make me wait. Until after Wrestlemania. You better believe. It's not happening. It is my understanding. Impact Wrestling. ROH. And New Japan is trying, or not ROH, GCW, excuse me, is trying to get Cody Rhodes' next appearance to be in their company. WWE needs to get this done. Is Cody going to appear on Raw on Monday night? I don't know. It is my understanding that if they would have gotten his contract done before Elimination Chamber, Seth Rollins was winning, Cody was showing up on Raw, going to cut the scathing promo against AEW, come in as a heel, which is something that he refused to do in AEW, and Seth Rollins was going to be the Monday Night Messiah, basically. Come in, in his current character, laughing, giggling, uh, maniacal, and kind of defend WWE against Cody Rhodes. Um, as of right now, that is off. His contract's not done Um, Seth Rollins is not winning today, it's supposed to be Brock Lesnar from the last I heard, and that Cody will not be on Monday Night Raw. Can that change? Well, yeah. Anything and everything is possible in the WWE. So that's kind of what I've heard is happening, what I think is going to be happening. Uh, what the K100 Wrestling Informer has stated is going to happen. That is basically best guess scenarios. You guys should be able to sit down. Fill out your, your WrestleMania 38 card. Like I said, you should have 12 or 13 matches. And be able to fill them out. If you can't. Then, sometime, later this morning, I will have an episode, um, it'll probably be WrestleMania 38 card predictions, and I will go through the card as I've heard it, and some of them don't have winners yet, um they're not 100% sure which way they're going to go because depending on who wins in the match, number one, there will be a rematch at the next pay-per-view. And if not, then it will lead to the future summer match just leading up to, um, I guess, Money in the Bank. Is that still in May? I need to look. But uh, remember, WrestleMania is supposed to be the end of the season and then we start over, lead up to SummerSlam, lead up to WrestleMania. Guys, you really, really need to understand the big picture when you're watching these pay-per-views that it's not just about one pay-per-view. It's what is leading up to the next big pay-per-view. Everybody's looking forward to Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 39. Still hearing that might not be a done deal. WrestleMania 40 is going to be huge. So, anyway, guys... um. That's what I have for now on Elimination Chamber. Let's see how it plays out. If it sucks, if the, the actual matches, meaning the wrestling, sucks, or if they surprise us, if Cody was in Poland and is now in Saudi Arabia and is somehow going to make some kind of appearance, which I don't see, Then you may hear from me on Sunday. Anyway, I wish you guys uh, to have the best day ever. I look forward to talking to you guys soon. And hopefully I see you somewhere down the road.